Chapter 13 of Bunny Brown and His Sister Sue in the Big Woods by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Mr. Brown Makes a Search The Brown children ran to meet Splash, and he was quite as glad to see them as they were to see him. Up and down he jumped, trying to kiss them, making believe to bite them, and all the while whining and barking in joy. "'Did you think we were lost, Splash?' asked Sue. "'Bow, wow,' answered the dog, and that, I think, was his way of saying, "'I did, but I'm glad I found you.' "'And we were lost,' Splash went on, Bunny, "'but now we're on our way home again.' "'Bow, wow,' barked the dog, and that meant he was glad. Together the children and their dog walked on along the road, and Splash went on so far ahead and so fast that often Bunny and Sue had to run to catch up to him. "'But we'll get home all the quicker,' said Bunny. "'Maybe they sent Splash to find us,' suggested his sister. "'Well, Splash is smart enough to do that if he had to,' said Bunny. "'We'll soon be home now.' In a little while they made a turn in the road that brought them within sight of the tents of Camp Restawile. "'Now we're all right,' cried Sue." "'Bow, wow!' barked Splash. "'Oh, children, where have you been?' cried Mrs. Brown, coming out to meet them. "'I sent Uncle Tad off one way to look for you, and Splash in the other. "'I was just thinking of starting off myself.' "'We were lost in the woods,' said Bunny. "'But the ragged man found us, and then we met Splash. "'We didn't see Uncle Tad.' "'Oh, maybe he's lost,' cried Sue. "'We can go look for him,' said Bunny.' "'No, you don't!' exclaimed Mrs. Brown. Two of you getting lost is enough in one day. "'Uncle Tad knows his way back to camp from any part of the big woods. "'But who was the ragged man?' "'Oh, he's the man that gave us the milk the time the dog drank it up "'when we chased the squirrel,' explained Sue. "'He's awful nice, and he gave me a piggyback ride and took us to his cabin "'and gave us cookies without us really asking.' "'What do you mean by not really asking?' inquired Mrs. Brown. "'Oh, Sue means she sort of hinted, or spoke of them easy-like,' Bunny explained. "'I pinched her leg without Mr. Bixby. He's the ragged man, seeing me. "'And then Sue stopped asking him if he had anything to eat at his house. "'He offered the cookies, all by his own self.' "'Well, I'm glad of that,' said Mrs. Brown with a smile." "'But after this, don't go into strange houses and even hint for something to eat. "'That isn't polite.' "'Oh, but this isn't a real house,' said Bunny quickly. "'It's a log cabin.' "'But it's home for the ragged man, as you call Mr. Bixby.' "'It's a funny home,' said Bunny. "'He's got a buzzing machine in it, and an Indian that came while we were there "'asked for heap big medicine. "'That's the way Eagle Feather spoke of my toy train.' "'That's how we got lost in the woods, looking for my teddy bear and Bunny's electric train,' explained Sue. "'We went on and on until we didn't know where we were. "'Well, you mustn't do it again,' said her mother. "'Don't go far into the woods unless your father, Uncle Tad, or I am with you. "'Then you won't get lost.' "'Wouldn't Splash do?' asked Bunny. "'Yes, Splash is all right. He'd know the way home,' said Mrs. Brown. "'Now come in, wash, and get ready for lunch.' "'We don't want very much,' said Bunny. "'The ragged man gave us so many cookies.' "'I hope they weren't too rich for you,' said Mrs. Brown. "'Oh, no, Mother, they couldn't be,' exclaimed Bunny, "'cause he's an awful poor ragged man.' 
Oh, rich cookies means they have too much shortening, butter or lard or something in em, said Sue. I know, for I've taken a cooking lesson, haven't I, Momsey? Yes, Sue, and you must take some more, for you are getting older. And some day I'll get up a real dinner for you and Bunny and Daddy and Uncle Tad and the Ragged Man and Eagle Feather, said the little girl. You wouldn't know how to cook for Indians, said Bunny. They eat bear meat and deer meat and roots and the bark of trees and maybe berries. Well, I could give Eagle Feather berries and a pie, declared Sue, and I could make slippery elm tea and roast some acorns for him. That would be quite an Indian feast, laughed Mrs. Brown. But come now and get what you want and don't go so far off into the woods again. The children promised that they would not, though both said they wanted to hunt farther for their lost toys or taken away toys, which was probably what had happened to them. When lunch was over, the children played about the tents, using some of the games and toys they had had before Mr. Brown brought the wonderful electric train and the teddy bear with the shining electric eyes. We can have lots of fun, said Sue. Yes, but anyway, I want my train back, declared Bunny. And I want Sally Melinda, exclaimed Sue with a sigh. She was just like a real baby bear to me. Why don't you call a teddy bear he, asked Bunny. "'Cause she's a girl.' "'Can't you tell by the name Sally Melinda?' asked Sue. Bunny was about to continue talking to the effect that the teddy bear ought to have a boy's name when there came the sound of wheels outside the tent and a cheery voice called, "'Hello, everybody!' "'Oh, it's Daddy!' cried Bunny and Sue together. "'Daddy has come home!' They rushed out of the tent to meet him, to hug and kiss him, and for a while... He pretended to be smothered by the two little children who hung about his neck. We went hunting for our toys, which are lost, said Bunny. And we got lost ourselves, added Sue. But we got found again by a dog and a man. And we had cookies. And an Indian came to get heap big medicine. And I'm going to cook a dinner. Thus the children called one after the other, and I leave you to guess who said what for I can't do it myself as they talk too fast. But at last they quieted down, and Mrs. Brown had a chance to talk to her husband and tell him the news. Uncle Tad had, in the meanwhile, come back, not being able to find the lost ones, and he was very glad to see them safe in the camp. Mr. Brown had come home early that day, but before long it was time for supper. Bunny and Sue ate nearly as much as though they had had no lunch and had eaten no cookies at the ragged man's cabin. And so you heard a queer buzzing noise in the hermit's cabin as you were coming away, asked Mr. Brown. Yes, said Bunny, we did. I think I'll take a look up around there myself, said Mr. Brown, with a nod at his wife across the table. Oh, is something going to happen, asked Sue. And will you find our lost toys, asked Bunny eagerly. No, I don't promise you that. In fact, I have given them up for lost and have ordered new ones for you, though not such fancy ones. They are altogether different. I'll have them for you tomorrow night. This set the children into a wild guessing game as to what their father had got, and they amused themselves until nearly bedtime. They did not notice that Mr. Brown left camp, nor that he wandered down the road in the direction of the home of the ragged man. 
When Mr. Brown came back after the children were in their cots, his wife asked him, Did you find anything? No, I can't say I did. I made a search around Bixby's cabin and went over into the Indian village to talk to Eagle Feather, but I didn't find out anything about the missing toys. I guess wandering tramps must have taken them. I'll get the kiddies new ones. By this time, Bunny and Sue were fast asleep, dreaming of the new playthings they were to have. End of chapter 13